It's the Sunday stew. Come on and get happy. It's the Sunday stew. Leave your woes behind. It's the Sunday stew. Come on and get happy. Come on down, we'll leave you satisfied. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another edition of Sunday Stew. We hope that you guys are hungry because we have some goodies for you today. You worked on that all week, didn't you? I did. I did. Yeah. I, yes, I did. So, <laughs> well, welcome back. Sorry we we took a little break last week, so there was not a new Sunday stew last week. Yes, um, we were we were tired. We have day jobs. You know, we wish we could do the stew for our full-time job, but we have day jobs, and sometimes those jobs catch up with us, and we need a little break. Yes. So, um, so we're back. And happy October. Yay! Holiday season. I know, it's so good. Right here in St. Louis right now, we're in the, a chilly part of this early fall. Yes. Um, there's a full moon out tonight. And at the end of October, there will also be on Halloween another full moon. Yeah, I would not. I'm glad. This, this, this is the time Like I don't care to work in healthcare anymore because... Uh, they used to say when I worked in healthcare that on a full moon, especially on Halloween, the freaks come out at night. No offense to anybody who needs the 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 hospital on Halloween, but it is known to be like the craziest time in the ER. Well, and Halloween is on a Saturday this year. Too. Yes, which is amazing. But due to COVID, people shouldn't be having large Halloween parties. No, they really shouldn't. And have they talked about how kids are supposed to yes. trick or treat? Well, the city of St. Louis put out some guidelines today um, suggesting that you only trick or treat with the people that are in your immediate family. Keep social distancing, wear masks. People giving out candy should have it set up at a distance and like maybe put an item on the table and then let the kid come up to grab it off of a table or something. Oh, that's a good idea. Oh, you know what I saw? A lot of, you know, parents take the hand sanitizer. Um, No candy should be eaten until you're back home and hands are washed and candy's been checked for razor blades and all of that other fun stuff. Or COVID. Or COVID, yes. Um, So I I hope that, you know, kids are able to do some form of trigger-treating. Um, you know, Halloween's always been my favorite holiday. Um, well, we have a 13-year-old now. Um, I don't know if he'll want to do trick-or-treating. He'll want to do trick-or-treating. So, maybe the last year. Um, so, but yeah, it just depends on what city you live in and what guidelines they have out. So, And I saw on the news this family or this guy set up this, um, his front porch. He set up like this tubing system oh, the, on his the front shoot? porch. Where he can like put the like the kids can be at the bottom of the stairs and he sends the candy through the the tube and it falls like directly into their bag or into their bucket. I think yeah. that's pretty neat. That is pretty cool. So and you know if people have walk up stairs on their porch, they could do something like that. I say launch it like a t shirt cannon. Oh, that would be just good. launch it and you know. I, hopefully, the kids have protective gear because. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> or you could just dress your kids up, go buy a lot of candy, and have them keep ringing your, your, the same doorbell, your doorbell. True. You know, have them walk out, walk into the front of the yard, come back, you know? I, whenever our kid decides that he doesn't want to trick-or-treat anymore, which, I, which secretly I hope is real soon, um, 
I, I'm going to be so glad because I really, if I have to work on Halloween, I'll be, you know, somebody decided to get married on Halloween. Which is fine. Which is fine, whatever. But, you know, it is Halloween and maybe I wanted to sit at home and watch horror movies and eat candy. You don't know. But instead, you know, hopefully the wedding is Halloween themed. If not, I'm going to be... I'm gonna be stealing some. I'm gonna be well, at stealing least you some already have your costume on. Nice. Everybody's laughing right it's, now. It's it's <laughs> nice when the, when the person you coexist with tells you you're ugly. I didn't say you're ugly. Some Halloween costumes are cute, nice, right? But you didn't I imply mean, it like that. You know you didn't. No, but I that's didn't. okay. All right. Well, let's get into our first segment of what's cooking. Yeah. So, are you turning on the burner? What's burning? What's cooking? So it's been a crazy last couple of two weeks. Unfortunately, um, Ruth Bader Ginsburg, a Supreme Court justice, passed away. Um, R-E-R-R-I-P-R-G-B. So it was, we knew that she wasn't in the best of health. Um, She was in her 80s. Um, but what a fighter she was battling cancer and broken bones. And, st- you know, I would read articles Trump. that she's, yeah, almost <laughs> survived him. Um, reading articles of, you know, court proceedings in a hospital bed and ruling from, you know, yes. her judgments and things like that. She was a, a fighter for um, Women, civil rights, civil rights, women's rights. Nominated by President uh, Bill Clinton, uh, she was the first Jewish woman to hold court in the. Well, in she was, the, I, I the, believe, the first person of the Jewish faith. Oh, oh, first Jew, oh, first Jewish person. Total. I do believe so. Yeah. Oh, Don't okay. quote me on that, but she was in the second woman Supreme Court justice. Yes, she replaced uh, Sandra Day O'Connor. Um, no, they served at the same time. Is Sandra Day O'Connor still the the in She's the She's retired. Okay. But she was there was there was there another woman in the Supreme Court besides Sandra Day O'Connor when No, she when, was the first one. Okay. So I think what I said was true. <laughs> right? Okay. <laughs> but they served on the bench, I think. Okay, so she did okay, time. so she didn't replace him, I mean, she kinda did. She kind of did, so I'm kind of right. So I wish you would just let me have it and like stop trying to like act like you know stuff. I went to the source. I did research like a true journalist. I went to Wikipedia. So don't you dare tell me. <laughs> yeah, because Wikipedia is all of the, <laughs> the, the proper information, you know. Anyway, like you said, she was an advocate for gender equality, women's rights. Um, her nickname that everyone gave her was the Notorious R B G, um, you know, and you know, named after the notorious B I G. Rest in peace, both of them. And of course, you know now, you know, not even woman wasn't even dead twenty four hours, and forty five was like, okay, I got the perfect replacement for her. So, but we're gonna miss her. She fought hard. She she accomplished a lot, and uh, hopefully, I don't know. I don't know. I wish she was. (laughs) Her, the passing of um, Ruth is throwing this country in a tizzy. Because if you remembered when another justice passed away when Obama was still president in 2016, which was, you know, a a sudden passing as well, 
Um, it was early in 2016. Of course, it was election year. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Senate, who holds hearing to confirm the 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 nominee, um, was early in 2016. But Mitch McConnell in the Republican Senate refused to hold hearings because they kept saying the American people should choose because the the election was coming up. Now the tables have turned. And so now it's about a month away until November 3rd, which is election day. Hopefully you're registered and you go vote. Um, But now they're trying to rush Trump's nominee through, which... They're backpedaling on their words that they said only because it's working in their favor. So, you know, of course, it's an ultra-conservative judge, which when you're a judge, you need to read the laws and base your, your opinion on how the laws are written, not for your personal beliefs. And that's what will happens, you know. And so now there's a lot of worry about, you know, Roe Roe versus Wade being overturned, you know, gay gay marriage, marriage, all all kinds of other stuff. Transgender protection, all kinds of stuff. So So I, I don't know how they can overturn a ruling that was made, you know, a long time ago, unless a new case is brought in front of them. But... I don't know, and I'm going to do a little bit more research about how that could happen. It's not like, oh, you have nine new Supreme Court justices, and more than half of them are on the, the conservative side, all of a sudden want to overturn a ruling that was made back in the 70s or something like that. I don't know how that can happen. I don't know how that but, can happen either. But, but the only thing to really do is to protect some of those things is... There needs to be laws passed and amendments to the Constitution that would make some of those things permanent, you know? Yeah. And we could go on and on about abortion and, you know, all of these other things. But The point is we, we are scared to death and the only, you know, hopefully we'll be able to delay this person's nomination until after the election. That's, that's all we have to do. I don't know how... Hopefully. I don't know how, I don't know, can they do a filibuster? I don't even know what that is. Anyway. Anyway, so, and then another thing that just happened on Tuesday night was the first presidential debate between the the orange clown and Joe Biden. A.K.A. Grumpy Old Men 3. <laughs> well, it was more of a, a comedy show, you know? Grumpy Old it, Men 3. <laughs> it was just... <laughs> Well, I don't even know. Like, Joe Biden didn't seem grumpy. Trump always looks grumpy and pissed off and just ugly. Well, they both... That's the thing. That's why I say grumpy old men. Because Biden just looked... You know how grandpas, sometimes they can look, like, really annoyed about everything and telling people to just... They get on you about everything. And I feel like that's how he was with Trump. He had a good cause to do it. Because, of course, you know, when when the... President, when the presidential candidates debate, they are given two minutes to make their case and it's supposed to be done uninterrupted. 45 said, hold my beer because I'm going to interrupt you every other word that you speak. Well, which prompted, you know, Biden to just tell him to shut up. 
man, will you shut up, man? So And he even called right. him a clown. He did. And he had to correct himself. I would not have corrected myself. I would have, I would have been like, I said what I said, Bozo. Mm-hmm. You're a clown. But it was just a hot mess. I mean, if you're an undecided voter, this that did, did not persuade you in one way or another because most of us at this point know who we're going to vote for. And if you, I'll just say it, if you have any common sense, you're voting for Biden. Um, we're but, supposed to be neutral on this show. Not really. No, okay. not really. It's our show. I can say whatever I want. So, but, you know, if you're a Trump supporter, you're going to be a Trump supporter. And if you are not a Trump supporter, you're going to vote for whoever's running against him. There's nothing that's going to bring you to that side. The only thing that I wished from that debate, if people were leaning towards Trump and voting for him, maybe they did in 2016, maybe they're still thinking about doing it, just realize how much of an idiot that man is. And you want that man to be the face and the... The leader, I say that in quotation marks, of America. And I'm going to say this. I always correct people. Well, not correct, but I always say this. I don't think that Trump is stupid. I don't think he's an idiot. I think he's an entertainer. I think he's a person who likes to win. I think he's a person who will do anything and say anything to win. So everything that's coming out of his mouth He knows what he's doing because he's catering to the people that went and voted for him in the first place. He's not stupid. You don't get where he is and be stupid. But but he doesn't... He's not smart enough or have common sense to run the country. I give you that. He may may know how to play a game at winning. Mm -hmm. That's what he calls it. I think we've all lost. You know... Because we also watched a, a two-part little mini-series called The Comey Rule about James Comey, the former FBI director. And I know that was based off of the book that Comey wrote. But even in that show, if you haven't watched it, watched it, whether you thought what Comey did was right or wrong, even in that show, that movie, you know... Comey had to correct Trump on a lot of different issues because Trump doesn't know. Right. You know, yes, I agree with you. Trump is a, he wants to be an entertainment. He's a showman. Yeah. But that doesn't make him able to make correct decisions for the average Joe person. No, I, I totally agree. But what I'm saying is it to him, it has always been and it will forever be about power. Who has it and who doesn't? He wants to be a person who has power. He he was destined to be a punchline, to go down in history as the guy on the as the rich guy on the apprentice and have that catch line. That's what he was destined to do. He wasn't satisfied. He wanted something more. And he got it, unfortunately, because he said the right things to the right people. Well, yeah, it, it you know, we could go on and on about this, but he brings out the worst in everybody that, yeah, either he brings out the anger in you because you just can't stand the man and you just, 
you know, like what I've said, I've always respected the office of the president. I may not have always agreed with who's in the Oval Office, but this man has just ruined that, in my opinion. And the thing that pissed me off about the debate, I mean, besides the bickering back and forth, and I mean, it it was like the worst... Thanksgiving dinner reunion ever. Like it's just a typical bickering. night in me and Bernard's house. Not really. <laughs> just bickering back and forth. The thing that I took away from it most, this man completely 100% cannot renounce white supremacy. Oh, but apparently he has now, according to his press secretary. Lies. He cannot, he cannot renounce white supremacy. He was asked point blank to his face in the middle of the in the, in the middle of the debate will you renounce white supremacy and he tried to dance around it all he wanted first he wanted to ask the commentator that poor commentator um what do you, okay what do you what do you want me to call him and they're like bitch white supremacists what do you think and he said proud boys stand stand back and stand stand by, stand by. you know Put you know another word. Little cold word. With your, your, your he's he's cold. He's coding. You know he yeah. he's singing like little colds and shit. And so. that's the thing. So you know what I, I I'm not gonna argue with anybody who is a supporter of him. I'm not gonna argue with anybody who is who will vote for him. If that's what you want to do, so be it. Um. Yeah. I'm not going to waste my breath trying to debate with anybody. You know, I I will have a decent conversation with you. Um, And and you know what? This whole thing has just gotten me to the point where I'm more comfortable with expressing my opinion. Because I used to to not say anything, to not rock the boat. But I noticed that people who didn't agree with me on certain things had no problem expressing their opinion and saying some really shitty things. So I'm not going to do that anymore. So, if you're not registered to vote, vote and um, just vote with your have common sense. I'll say that have common sense. Well, there goes our dog. Somebody's walking on the. Street. Ooh, maybe, maybe it's my maybe it's Amazon. Maybe they're delivering my book. I ordered the Mariah Carey memoir book memoir, and it was came out this week, but it has not been delivered. All right. Well, we're gonna get her to stop. Barking, and we'll be right back with our pop sock. And we are back. It was not my book. Once again, I go another day without knowing the life of Mariah. Ah, but it'll be worth it once it arrives. So it is now time for pop stock, our pop culture segment. Patrick. What is it? What's going on in pop culture? Well, really not a lot, per well, se, because everything is just kind of, you know, COVID has just done a lot of stupid shit. True. So, you know, um, so I figured, you know, a lot of new shows are normally starting yes. and things, and, and there have been some um, shows, I mean... Um, but really, like, movies are out of standstill and mm-hmm. things like that because you can't really go to the theater. More and more people are putting um, things on 
demand. demand. So, um, so there's really not a lot. And without concerts or people, you know, celebrities making live appearances and things like that, it's kind of been boring, you know? And well, I think the country is really focused in on, it's really been focused in on the politics here lately. They have. I mean, there there have been things going on in pop culture. Yeah, I mean, the Emmys were a couple of weeks ago, and I'm just going to, you know, of course, my predictions were all wrong. Yours were all right. Shits Creek, Shits Creek won everything. I'm using my St. Louis accent. Everything. Best actor, best actress, best supporting actor, best supporting actress, best show, best comedy. catering, best comedy, <laughs> best kill, best writing. But I mean, just if if Shit's Creek was in the category with you, you 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 were shit out of luck. I'll say that. <laughs> but, but but I did like how I did. You know, you didn't know how it was going to be done. Yeah. Virtually and how well it would work or not work, but I thought it worked very it well. It was very entertaining. I, yeah. I really, I really did find it very entertaining. Um, the one, the only win that I was truly excited about was Zendaya won Best Lead Actress in a Drama, and that was my prediction for her role in the HBO series Utopia. And again, if you haven't seen it, you should check it out. Zendaya winning her Emmy. Is it Utopia or Euphoria? Did I say Utopia or yeah. Uthi- what did I say? You said Utopia. Okay, that is an Amazon show. Um, what What is it? Euphoria. Euphoria. Euphoria is the show. It's on HBO. It stars Zendaya, Zendaya that she won the Emmy for. It makes her the second black woman to win the Emmy for lead actress, Viola Davis being the first for her role in How to Get Away with Murder. And it also makes Zendaya the youngest actress to win the Emmy for lead actor in a drama because she's of the ripe age of 23. So young, so young. I'm just happy for her because, you know, she started out on Disney and... You know, I think she tried to do a little bit of music that didn't nobody pay attention to, or maybe I just didn't. And she just, she's been pop. She's become like this fashion icon and shutting runways down and red carpets down. And she's in the Spider-Man movies and all this stuff. And she was in The Greatest Showman. She's in The Greatest Showman. And the thing that I loved about it the most, her win, is because she pres- she she was at home with her family and as soon as she won they it was just so amazing so shout out to zendaya she doesn't listen to this podcast but maybe she does i don't know but um yes i'm so happy for you well good so but you know i guess some of the things that are going on in pop culture is you know some of these reality shows are back and like dancing with the stars you know, that had Carol yeah. Baskins. Bernard watched the first episode. Yeah, I was going to say, remember when I said I was going to watch? Because Nelly, um, our hometown hero in St. Louis, is on the show this season. And I said, you know what? I'm going to watch Dancing with the Stars for Nelly. I'm going to support him. I watched one episode. Um, I haven't watched since. Yeah. Because, well, Nelly and Carol Baskin were like the last two dancers. And this show was like two hours long. And I was like, I don't have time to watch everybody else but i haven't watched since 
So okay. I guess that shows you how much I support. Well, I, it's not getting a whole lot. I think the big buzz was just around Carol Baskins at first. Is but she still she's got it? voted off. Oh, she did? Yeah, she was like the second person, well, I think, that got voted off. She didn't so. really do well. And then a new season of The Masked Singer is back, which Yay. we loved the show when it first came on, but the last season was really drawn out, yeah. and it kind of like... It soured us. It did. So the new season's back on, and I haven't watched it, and I don't, because the last season was just so drawn out, and when they would reveal who the celebrity was, it was like, who are you? It's some D-list person that I've never heard of, and it's like, whoop-dee-doo, you know? I want to see some big shockers. And, you know, I think we've talked a little bit about this in the past on the show, but, you know, you have had some mega stars on there. You've had some, you know, legends and things, but those people you knew as soon as you heard heard them sing. Yes. There there have been some shockers that There've been some shockers this season yeah. little starting off. Buster Rhymes. Buster Rhymes was the first person to go home and then I caught the tail end of it of of it uh yesterday and Mickey Work. But he went home. But Mickey Work eliminated himself. Um, cause he was just like, this costume is hot. I'm going to take it off. And he took it off. Yeah. So that meant everybody else was safe. Yeah. They can even vote. He was probably going to go home anyway. But... I don't know. I didn't watch it. <laughs> but, you know, so that's kind of what's going on. Um, but, you know, there have been some new shows coming out. Um, we watched Ratchet on yeah. Netflix that was getting a lot of buzz. Um, it was okay. I didn't know where it was going or why, mm-hmm. and it's just, you know, true Ryan Murphy form, who produces all these shows, Glee, American Horror Story, always have a good premise, make it look really good, yeah, and then it goes where you wouldn't even think of, and you're yeah. like, why? You know, it was... it was a, It's a really good show. I need you to Google this name. Uh, the person... The person who you should watch Ratchet for. No disrespect to any other person in the cast, but the performance of the year, the person who will snatch an Emmy, just give her the Emmy right now. Um, She shows up a couple of episodes in, and I'm Googling her name because I don't want to mess up her name. She's a British actress. Uh... Oscar nominated. Oscar nominated actress. She was in the Secret Lives of Bees with Queen Latifah and Dakota Fanning and Alicia Keys. And as soon as we, I'm, I'm not going to be able to say. I'm going to say her name. Her name is Sophie Okanido. But she did do a really good job because she plays a person with. Multiple personalities. Yes, yes. She plays a, a patient at the hospital where um, Mildred Ratchet works with multiple personalities. And my God, talk about a tour de force performance. I mean, amazing, amazing. Just give her the Emmy right now. Again, her name is Sophie o- Okanido. She's a British actress. Um, yeah, been in all kinds of movies television show she was in hotel rwanda she was in ace ventura pet detective was she oh you know what she was because remember in pet detective 2 he went to africa 
yeah. So she she was the the African girl that he fell in love with. I remember that now. So, but that was a pretty good show. And another show that we finished watching um, was Away about with Hillary Swank. Yeah. um, With their mission to Mars. Yes. It's a very slow slow show. But keep with it. But yeah, it's it's very, very good. Yeah. I really did enjoy it. Hillary Swank. Yeah. Yeah. It just makes you feel like. You know, like the final episode, I was just on the edge of my seat. You wanted to go to Mars. Well, I didn't want to go to Mars, but I wanted to know if they were going to land or not. I'm not going to tell you well, if they do or not. You just gave away like the whole premise. Yes, you did. Well, it's about them trying to get to Mars. Oh, Jesus Christ. I didn't say if they landed or not. Yeah, never mind. You know what? Never mind. But anyway, yes, watch away. I love Hillary Swank. I think she is... I think she's so underrated. Like, she, two-time Academy Award winner for Best Actress. Both of her Oscars are for Best Actress. For um, Well, she wouldn't get Best Actor. My face, when (sighs) my husband tells jokes, is just absolutely priceless. It's one of shock and like, what? What are you talking about? But anyway... um, yeah, just watch this show. She plays a, uh, an astronaut. She's the commander of a ship that's on a mission to Mars. And uh, like I, we said, it's slow, but stick with it. It's it's worth it's it. It's a very good story. Yeah. But it's also, today is October 1st that we're recording. You guys won't hear this until the 4th, 3rd or 4th, whatever. But it's October, which means... Halloween and fall movies and things like that and yes. television shows. What are you most looking forward to? What television movie-wise are you looking forward to? Well, this month? Yeah. Well, normally we have The Walking Dead coming back. No, um, yeah. But that's not coming back right now. Um, normally American Horror Story is kind of going on right about now, but it's not. Mm-hmm. But every October, I look forward to, um, you know, I always, always have to watch Hocus Pocus. You know, yeah. gotta watch that. Gotta watch Hocus Pocus. I'm, I'm a convert. I love Hocus Pocus. You have to watch it. What do you think it is about that movie that makes it such a a, ho- a staple for Halloween. Because it's on well, like 50 times during it is. Halloween. Well, and you know the backstory of Hocus Pocus. It was It's a Disney movie. Yes. They released it in the middle of summer. Which is and stupid. It, and it bombed. Because, As well it should have. You know, and this was like in 93 was when it was released in the middle of summer and it bombed. So it's over the... The years it's become a cult classic and when it was released on VHS back in the day it sold very well and every year it gets reproduced and people are buying it's a it's like a Christmas CD that gets put out every year it's like Mariah Carey's Merry Christmas yeah so but it's just a fun campy friendly movie with it's hilarious. It's got music in it. It's got it's got one heart song. in it. It's got music. It's got one song. 
that people there's know. other music in it there's music because it's a it's called a score yeah yeah but there's one you know you know what song you're thinking of yes but still it's fun you know it's just you know well for me I just grew up watching the movie and things so. I never gave two craps about that movie and but I kept watching it and over the years I do enjoy it it is very campy and I love a campy film I love a cult film even more. Those are the best films, the cult classics. Mm -hmm. So yeah, Hocus Pocus will be on 50 million times this entire month. Don't well, worry. even now the marketing and the merchandise is everywhere. Everywhere. Hocus Pocus. They've got Hocus Pocus pre-made cookies in the supermarkets. You can get t-shirts, coffee mugs, everything has Hocus Pocus somewhere. I think every October, Beth Miller <laughs> takes off all her clothes and rolls around and all of her money. But, and I hope that Bernard buys me a ticket, but they are doing a live, you know, Beth Midler always, every Halloween, has her um, Halloween gala to raise money for her New York I hope she's not doing that this year. No, it's virtual, um, but it's going to be a reunion with Bed Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker, and Kathy and Jimmy. Okay. So they're reuniting. They haven't done that since the movie, even though they are all in for a sequel. They all want to do it, and the rumor is it's being developed. Um, so hopefully that does happen. Um, so, but you can buy like $10 tickets to watch the live streaming of the reunion. So that's on October 30th. And what will they do during that? I don't know. Okay. But that's what, you know. <laughs> but it'd be exciting. But I just hope, though, that they are on there in their costumes. I don't, I think but, that's but, a bit much. No, but Ben Midler, you know, when she hosts the Scala every year, it's costume themed. Oh, okay. So they always wear a costume, like her guests wear costumes and things like that. And then. You know, they would always have a music performer and stuff. Cindy Lauper, I guess, think was the music performer last year. Hmm. So, but, you know, Ben Midler's um, raises money to help keep the parks in New York City green and make, you know, the city better. Nice. So, well, that's kind of about it for Pop Stock this week. It's just a little hodgepodge, a little pinch of this, a little dash of that, a sprinkle of this. That's what it was. So That's we're going to be right back with our five spices. All right, guys, it's time for our five spices. You know, a good stew needs a little spice to it. So mm -hmm. our five spices can consist of five rapid fire questions. And since we are in October and... Hot. October. Oh, they said hot. No. Um, and Bernard and I both grew up loving horror movies. The five spice questions are about horror movies. But I'm a bigger horror movie fan than you are, I think. Well, because you watch anything that's supposed to be a scary movie. Some scary movies are a waste of time when it has a stupid fucking ending that you're like, why in the hell did I spend two hours watch of my life watching this and this is how it's going to end but anywho so anyway so the first question is what is your favorite horror movie i'd have to say halloween the original oh me too yeah yeah 
the original, the 1970-something. 1978, yes. Yeah. All right. So that's our favorite horror movie, mm-hmm. the original Halloween. Who, your favorite horror villain? I, I think you can't go wrong with Jason Voorhees. Really? Well, it's a toss-up between Jason Voorhees and Michael Myers. You know, Michael Myers, to me, Michael Myers is like super creepy because he never speaks. Well, neither does Jason. Well, neither does Jason, but, you know, okay, I'll say this. Jason, as the movies, as more and more of the movies came out, was like this big brute of a guy. And like, he's just out in the woods, body, like doing CrossFit between kills. (laughs) Like, he's like doing burpees and shit between like chopping people's heads off. Michael Myers, he he's just like he's a creeper. He yes, that's the thing. He's creepy as hell, and it's it's the it's your babysitter's worst nightmare to look up and see this thing, this guy in a William Shatner mask with a knife coming to kill you. It's it's a it's the nightmare, people. It's my nightmare. Well, speaking of nightmare, my favorite horror villain has to be Freddy Krueger. Freddy got. I mean, a, a guy that comes into your dreams and, you know, nightmares can wake you up. And this is guy's creepy looking. Yes. He's got the, the, the glove with the nails on it and he can transform and be different things. Which was your, which, which Nightmare on Elm Street movie was your favorite? Probably the first one. The first one? Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. the second one. You Why know? the second? I like the second one because you know there's whole gay thing around well, that. Yeah, well, I think the first like four were good because That's true. as it went on, it told you more about Freddy's backstory a little yes, bit. Yes, but it also got stupid. Well, after they all get stupid after like number five, <laughs> make some before that. You know, yeah, exactly. All right. Now so, wait a minute. You said your favorite horror movie is Halloween. I I would have thought that your favorite horror movie would be Return of the Living Dead. Oh, I do like that one. Yeah, I do like Return that of one. the Living Dead, where the yeah. guys are well, the dead return. Yeah, but the, it's the punk rock themed one. If yeah, y'all know what we're talking about, yeah. So yeah, yeah. But I I think because Halloween has a special place in my heart because me and my mom used to rent those movies and. We would go to like the video rental place and rent one, two, three, four, and five mm-hmm. and watch them in a weekend. You know, the Return of the Living Dead, Night of the Living Dead, there was like one. It wasn't like, it was a bonding thing. And that's why I like horror movies because I grew up watching them. Same and with so, me and my mom. Mean, you know? My mom and I have watched tons of crap. I mean, that's where I get my love of the, like the crappy, like the B movie ones because, yeah. you know, they were just they were just fun to watch. So, all right, number three, would you survive in a horror movie? Yes, and tell people why. Because um, I don't do the things that the white people in the horror movies do, which is investigate. And yes, I said white folks and because because he would be, it's the he truth. Would be breaking the system. I, I would I would be breaking I would be breaking the black person role in the horror movies. 
the black person would survive because one, I would not go, I would not go to the camp, the abandoned camp that was abandoned and shut down because of a mass murder. I would not spend the night in a haunt in a house a former insane asylum for a million dollars. I would not get bored. I would find something to do and not sit around in a circle and conjure a spirit. That's just what I would not do. And I, and most importantly, I would not be out in the woods investigating a strange sound in heels. But see, and that's where Bernard Unless they were killed. I would get killed because would. I would be too nosy going, ooh, what's that? But you've got to investigate. No, you don't. You never know if you hear something and you don't look out. They can you, be right behind you. You don't you go, have ooh. to investigate yes. a strange noise. Mm-hmm. If it's if you're already scared and you hear a strange it, noise, it's, it's, you leave. The people that don't survive horror movies are the ones that don't pay attention. The people, the, true. The, the, the teenagers in the woods getting it on are the they die first. Yes, but it's also the nosy white girls who investigate strange they all, noises. They survive. Who? They who? all. No, they don't. Not all of them, but most of them do. The good girls survive because they they are not they're not preoccupied with all that mess. So yeah, I would definitely survive in a horror movie. I would grab me something first off, and I would I would get I would go away. I don't understand why you need to investigate a sound. You're already scared. What's to investigate? Goodbye. I'm I'm gone. All right. Well, and <laughs> so question number four: What horror movie needs to be remade? Um. You go first. I'm going to say Sleepaway Camp. I think, I think in today... Do... I don't know about that because you know you know the twist with Sleepaway Camp. I know. And I don't know if you can get away with that today. I don't know if you can get away with that today. I don't know, but it was... Because who the killer was, you didn't really see it coming. I certainly did not see it coming. So... It doesn't have to have that unique twist at the end, but you could. But if but, you're. But I'm just saying it doesn't have to have that unique twist, but who the murderer is would have a backstory, but it doesn't have to have that unique twist at the end. But if you're going to remake it. Who you wouldn't have guessed who the killer was. No. I, and I, and you know, I, I pride myself on like, getting things early on and that that ending came out of nowhere for me i had to like watch it two times the ending two times to be like am i seeing what i'm seeing because i'm not sure what i'm seeing but it was what i saw and i just don't think that you can get away with stuff like that if you're going to remake it yeah okay maybe you can maybe there is something else more something more of a twist you can put on it but you know if if it I don't, yeah. Yeah, they, you know, it doesn't have to have that, the exact that unique twist thing. at the end. But what would the twist be? I don't know. I'm not a writer. But I think it could be done because when you saw that, you didn't really see, you didn't guess who the killer was. True. You know, and it, they could have even left that little part off. True. You know, like even in the first. Friday the 13th movie, you, you didn't see her, the mom, being the killer. 
True. You know? Yeah. So, um, so what do you think needs to be remade? What horror movie? I think... Oh, you know what? I think... This is not a horror movie. It was, it was kind of horror-themed. It was like a horror comedy. Uh, Eddie Murphy's Vampire in Brooklyn with Angela Bassett. It's... You, I mean, whatever. Uh, it's okay. Um, I think they should remake that. But I don't want it to be a comedy. I want it to be horror. I want it to be horror. And I think... Um, uh, I'm going to cast. Uh, Mahershala Ali would be a great vampire, I think. Okay. All right. So, in the last question... What horror movie scared you the most? Um, I'm going to say Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2. Really? Because I watched that movie and I don't know why, but Do I got... some chili? Yeah, I was going to say that. I, I don't know why, but I got really sick after watching that movie. Really sick. Like for a couple of days sick. And I don't. It, it just affected me that much. And I rewatched it recently and it was, you know, it's total like 80s camp. But yeah, I guess it didn't scare, I guess that movie didn't scare me. I, I'm going to rebuke that answer. I'm going to say The Exorcist. That movie still gets me. Really? Watching it, lights off, which is how horror movies should be watched, mm-hmm. gets me. Yes. Okay. I don't recall a movie that sticks I, I know there is one, but I can't think of it right now. Um, but Moonstruck. No. <laughs> um, I There was, like, when you go to a horror movie and you're watching it in a theater, yeah. it's those sounds. Like, yes. normally, like, a scary movie doesn't scare me, but it's when that sound is coming. It was... House on Haunted Hill or something. The Ted Diggs movie. I think with the girl that was in The Conjuring. But I think The Conjuring, the, you, the first Conjuring probably scared me the most. Yeah, that was scary. You're talking, I think you're thinking about, um, I know what you're talking about, but it's not House on Haunted Hill. I know what you're talking about, though. Because it's with but, Catherine Zeta-Jones. Was she in that one? Yeah. I remember seeing it in And the, Liam Neeson, I think, is in it. No. What's what's the what's, Lily Lily something. Lily Tyler. Is the the girl from um Mystic Pizza. No. She L- was in Lily the Tyler. Lily Tyler. Isn't that her name? Or Lily Taylor? I know who you're talking about, I know what movie you're talking about. But I can't remember it. But, but yeah, the, uh, Exorcist does it for me. I also loved, I think the last great horror movie that I saw that really put me on the edge was uh, the Paranormal Activity movies. Oh, yeah. Because you know, you don't know what's going on when you're asleep. And that is so realistic. Yeah. You know. Like the first two, maybe the third one. Yeah. And I think they're supposed to come out. I think they're coming out with a new one. Yeah. I mean, The Haunting is what I'm thinking of. Yes, Catherine Zeta-Jones was in it. The Haunting? The Haunting with Liam Nielsen. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Yes. 
there was something like a skeleton coming out of the closet and it scared me to the bejesus. <laughs> but it was just that loud, unexpected noise. But but yeah, paranormal activity does... That is like some real stuff. That's some real stuff. Yeah. Now, the movie that I'm waiting for, and thanks to COVID, there is a couple of movies I was waiting for, but thanks to COVID, they're going to be pushed back. Uh, they did a remake of Candyman, which I am oh, yeah. really excited about jordan peele directed it who's become kind of the horror new horror guy Mm -hmm. and also um they were they're doing two brand new halloween movies halloween kills and then yeah well you know they've re you know last year halloween came back out with and i don't know why they couldn't come up with a unique name but it it's not halloween 2 because how so they, it, it's they want you to it's a continuation of, of the original, original Halloween, Halloween movie and you forget that all of the other ones ever existed well you forget you forget about you forget about the sequel the part two well you forget about all the sequels yes because it goes from the original to, to this. this one yes and part two of that, with, with Jamie Lee Curtis was supposed to come out this Halloween and, then, and it's been pushed back till next year. Yes. So they're and making then, two new Halloween. It's yes. basically going to be a brand new trilogy. Yes. Yeah. So. so, but anyway, we love horror movies and all things October and yes. scary. And so, well, we appreciate you guys listening to us for this 45 Listen to us minutes. ramble. Exactly. We like to ramble. About nothing and everything. And we hope that you're full with our wonderful spices and everything else that we throw in this stew. Yes. Everybody have a safe October. Uh, wear a mask. Vote. If That's you haven't. November. I don't care. Vote. Um, register to vote if you're not registered to vote. Uh, what else? Feliz Navidad. Well, that's, that's um, two months away. Uh, Cinco de Mayo, all kinds of stuff. <laughs> Happy Easter. Happy Easter. We hope that you join us again next week. Peace out, everybody. Bye. Bye. Sunday's you. Come on and get happy. Come on down. We'll leave you satisfied. It's the Sunday, hey, the music's stopping, why I'm getting my gospel on, cause it's the Sunday stew.